0: YouTube, we are back. The third major is in the books, and Seattle Surge are the champions. But before we get into what we're going to be talking about today, Pat, we did surpass the sub goal for you to finally take off that hat, show everybody and their moms what you're working with.
1: Same thing, bro. The same thing I've always been he working does. with. You haircut. I don't want to hear Very it. Very familiar.
0: Turn to the side real quick. Good Lord, that fade is hideous, bro. Put that hat back on.
1: It's the, the head same head. thing I've always gotten. So yeah, yo, check Ian. This hey, now you turn into in me because now you ain't have a cut in six months. So you you starting to look a little a little sloppy over there, wearing a hat every episode. Wait, hold on. So. Where's your where's your reveal? Told.
2: Where's your reveal, Ian?
0: Take that shit oh, off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Ian, I'm,
1: take that hat off. I'm
0: getting braided. When I get <laughs> yeah. braided, I'm gonna go it. Yo,
1: yo, free. everyone watching, remember we're still we're still working on the sub goal for Ian. No, um, it was a one
0: and done. It was a one and
1: done. Nah, nah, we're, we're extending it partially, not officially, for you to not only take the hat off, but also wear the red super suit. So let's do a little bit hey, of both. I'm
0: your mom's favorite superhero. But anyways, back to the more important thing. I'm going to start it off because they were my dark horse team to win it all. Seattle Surge come in. They look great all event long. Honestly, Sib and Pred, um, they were, what, number one KD in both Flex and role in the qualifiers? And I think they transitioned perfectly because they were like, they were the two best players at the event, in my opinion, um, the whole major. But I want your guys' thoughts on how you think they performed and also how you feel about it now, Pat.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, they, they perform well. But, I mean, we, we had talked about the Seattle team for a long time. And, you know, the, the, problem that, the problem that they've had is they're just not a consistent team, right? Like, thus far, this, so th- I mean, this season's been going on eight months now. Or, sorry. Six months, if we count when the, the like the start of the year was, mm. but Sib and Pred were just never playing together, performing to this to the level that they did this weekend. And I think, I mean, we've talked about it, right? I even I've even said it before, like when those two guys are on and they fry, they have the capability to be anybody. But I just never saw them frying together because it just really wasn't ever happening. Um, to me, the big standout though, I think, was how Mac played. I think he played phenomenal all weekend long, like when even when we don't look at stats, like some of the plays he made were like massive game changing plays. Um, the the thing I hate though, about this major is I feel like we didn't get to see enough of the surge. You know, when we look at like their, their, their road to victory, right? They played New York, Florida phase, phase, and arguably in the winter finals, like they got really lucky in that one. I think that was phases series to, to loot, to, to lose. And, and they choked two maps. Like, massive maps that they should have easily won um other than that though i mean i i expected them to roll through florida the nysl one again was kind of a seattle clutch up for me so i mean we'll we'll take this event win i think you know congrats to seattle they obviously won the event but i'm still not as high on them as i think you guys are and i think honestly this is just going to be a blip on the radar as the season progresses
2: See, I'm, I'm I'm different to you, Pat. I, I don't think this is going to be a blip on the radar. I don't think they might sit there and win everything after, but I think these guys are definitely here to stay when it comes to our best teams um, that we have joining up alongside Optic, you know, phase and that, and, and that nature. Like, they just have the talent to do. They just have the talent. Like, it doesn't matter what way you want to spin it. They've improved massively, just like the Toronto Ultra, like you, you kind of like were always like high on them, which I, I'm high on them too. Don't get me wrong. We'll talk about them in a bit, but they were among the same teams that just need to get better at certain things, need to get way more consistent. And I think you're starting to see that. Do I think that Sib and Pred are going to consistently be, you know, a 1.0 or a 1. 1.2, 1. 1.1, 1, whatever? Maybe not. We don't know for sure. They're rookies, but could we have said the same thing about Celium a couple of years ago? Yeah. When he first started, and he started getting hot, do you really think that Selim was going to be a consistent 1.1, 1.2? Is he?
1: Yeah, he is now. If they go to Major Four and get top eight, are you going to be surprised? No. And because but you that's said because, that, but that's that's why I feel the I, way I, would, I do I would about him. That's I would but
2: be. but oh well, but that's because of the game. I'm not. It's not because of them. Like I've seen we've we've seen we've seen we've seen teams like going up and down all season. But so who I'm would not, you be I'm surprised by
1: sin. getting top eight? FaZe? Yeah. See yeah, like
0: the last, but they're an But anomaly. that's why
1: I think it's like a blip on the radar when we're talking about like, yeah, they won the event and it's like so did LAG last event and they got twelfth here and been shit. Like I'm not surprised. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Seattle's on the level of LAG, but just to the the just speaking of them as a team, I don't think they have the consistency to replicate this ever again. I think this was just like a a one-event all-star win for them, where they all played phenomenal and they got a dub, and, and it was. I mean, it, it wasn't a dominant dub by any means. It was like they scraped out a win against NYSL and then scraped out two wins against FaZe. So I don't know. I I mean, obviously credit to them, they won. Yeah, but. I'm just not high on it, and this, this I, it honestly be, comes this, down to Sip and Pred.
0: It could be the confidence booster that they needed, though. Like we, like we all know when when you got your first win, like like they're they've been talented. Sip and Pred the whole year, people have been uh, we knew it, we knew they high had on them. It. Yeah, like like this isn't the first time that they've had a series where they drop you know 1. 1. 1.3. Like they've been doing it, but inconsistency has been an issue. Um, but I feel like once you get that first win, that first major win under your belt. You start moving a little differently. You know, you have a little bit more confidence in yourself, your teammates, and all that. And I don't know. I would I be surprised if, or not surprised, do I think Seattle is going to come in and win the next event? No. But I think that they can be a top four team for sure. I mean, they're definitely a top four team right now, but like I could see them consistently ending out the year, major four and champs, like top four, top three range. Um Bro, they beat they beat the team who's been in every single major finals. I know they're not. Uh, they're Everybody has, though. I, Everybody I, has. I, but, but they beat them twice, okay? They beat them twice. One where it was definitely maybe a little bit of luck on their side. <laughs> and then one where they just did it. And that same phase team beat Toronto twice, which is another top team in the game. And, I mean, they also beat NYSL, which is a top four team in the game. They beat Florida, who is not as good as the rest of them. I'm it looked there.
1: horrible, by the way, in that series. That Florida team, I think Dave had like a 0. .5 or a 0. .4.
2: Yeah, they couldn't match the
0: pace. Well, that's they the same very thing. Similar. But that Florida team beat Optic, which was also looking really good. So
1: Vanguard I, crazy, Ian. Vanguard is crazy. <laughs> Vanguard
2: <laughs> is indeed crazy, but the one thing I want to say, and my bad if I cut you off, Ian, it's it. It. just – I just want to say, like, Seattle is a young team. I know we, we all have our, you know – we've all seen Lamar or sorry, accuracy have mixed success throughout the years. But the one thing that Lamar's always been good at is just nurturing young talent. And I think that's kind of what he got with this team. And like, it shows, I'm not saying that these guys necessarily are going to come out and win everything, but I think this is the start of a good future for these three young players in max sib and pred, because they're just very talented. Like they remind me of like, how when well like Selium, Abiz, and Sib came onto this or Sib came onto the scene like that's the type of caliber player I see in all three of them. Mac was gross in Modern Warfare and in Cold War at at points in times. But Sib, Sib, I played with, I played against and with Sib before in Challengers. We I always knew that kid was talented. And Preds obviously came out and showed it this year. I think I think they do have the potential to to just be like lasting stars in the scene. I'm not gonna say they're gonna ever be dominant, but. I think I'm not surprised by by seeing the Seattle team start to like have this consistency. Will I be surprised if they go top eight? No, but that's just because of the game. And I think the only reason why I wouldn't say Phase, I'm not surprised by Phase, is because Phase has been around for so fucking long and dominant for so long that seeing them go top eight would be super surprising. While a younger team like Seattle, I would I wouldn't be surprised yet. But I mean. I think these guys got a bright future. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't consider them a blip at all. But only time will tell, in my opinion. Um. Anyways. Well, so we're let, gonna. Let me just
1: ask this: when we okay. look at he's, the the, he's the scope of the everything league, he can. He, no, ahead, no. When ahead. we look at the scope of the league, right? When we compare major one, major two, major three. I guess you can throw in the pro am if you're an MISL fan. Like when you when you look at Seattle so far this season, like it was average, like really bad, really bad. Win right, like no, to me, they, like when they you look weren't at their really graph, bad
0: win, they start, they were they, they got they were good got 12th. the entire qualifier.
1: No, um, I'm, I'm talking about the oh, major wait, events sorry, on land, the major events, like wait, when you if team, you like sorry. Seattle, if you like plotted their their like placings on every major, right, like major one, major two, the pro am, and major three, like it's literally just like a straight flat line at the bottom, a dip in like the 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 um the pro am. And then they're just like a shot to to fame at major three. Oh, like, no. I don't think that's sustainable. And I don't think, I think they're going to fall back the, to that level.
2: The only difference, the only difference though, is that they played really good the entire qualifier, as opposed to like the LA gorillas when they obviously just like, they were terrible at the qualifier, then went to the event, got a sub and then won. So I can't even compare that because they were good the entire qualifier.
0: They also Seattle started out the year. Where people had them as like a top four team, like they were yeah. they were ahead of a lot of teams early on. You are right; they they did go through a slump, but I mean Toronto did too, and maybe they're heating up. Toronto at right least time. got
2: fourth. I mean, they won all like every s Yeah, I mean, like, come on, LAG like won. A, they won an
0: event, you know, with Cinderella story. It happens. Boston Breach got top four at what both majors or but again
1: the- that was an easy bracket and they played florida that was another team that got to play florida look seattle
0: be faced twice not once but twice Yeah, but the
1: first one, I really don't count. I count the finals. I don't count that first one. That was some... We we all agree, but that was...
2: Okay, okay. That was was a Thanos snap somewhere
1: in the universe for them to win that winter finals.
2: Pat will die on this hill forever, no matter what. We'll
1: we'll see, man. We'll see at the end of the year. Like, if if they they fall off a cliff, and by fall off a cliff, I mean going from first to like five through eight range. That's kind of what I... I I don't think they're ever going to be bottom four. We kind of know who our bottom four teams are.
0: So... Okay, wait. Well, with what you just said, that'll help segue into the next topic. So, do you think Optic fell off a cliff after their major one win? Mm,
1: nah, because they've made top six. They went from ah, first, no, like, fifth through eighth. Crazy. What did they? I heard what they get the? Uh, they got. They, get six they got the, six uh, at the om. The the problem with Optic is they dominated every qualifier. Regardless of their placing, they dominated every qualifier. And that's actually something I want to talk about. We don't have it on our list, but I wanted to talk about it with you guys. Um, There was a Reddit post made about Shotzi comparing his online to his LAN statistics. And bro, they're actually kind of drastically different. Wait, really? He has like a 1.15 online in all the qualifiers. And on LAN, it's like a 1.01. Like, it's a pretty drastic I mean, fall-off. yeah. And, and it's one not like, difference. and and we're not saying shots he's bad. Like, there's no argument in the universe for that to be made. But that fall-off is drastic. Because, like, when we see him in the online qualifier matches, like, he's actually frying. And someone else that's kind of similar, at least in the past, was, was Kyler. And I made that comparison mm-hmm. before where it's like, there are certain players in Call of Duty who were, irregardless of connection just play better online because of the pace of the game. I feel like it plays much faster than it does on land, and you can get away with a lot more. And I feel like Shotzi is a player who benefits from that style. And to me, we talk about how, you know, Optic kind of lives and dies by Shotzi's performances. Like to see that fall off is 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 pretty huge. And when we talked about Major 1, it wasn't the Shotzi show, it was the Dashi and Illy show.
0: Yeah, I mean, no, you yeah. could be right. Like both those things could be right, Will, you said. Is, because I personally still think Shotzi's one of the best players in the game, and I think he's the most efficient. Yeah, and you guys probably agree, but he could like he could also be better online, and that's not being negative towards him at all, or saying that he's trash on land. Like it is possible. It's funny that you say that though too, because when they played Florida, um, I was doing like a watch party, and it looked like he was doing too much. Like, plays that he would normally make, so it's not anything out of the ordinary, but to what you said, Pat, where, like, the game can be slower, where he was kind of getting caught. Like, he was getting caught with his pants down um, a lot more in that series. And I know Florida, they play them well every time they match up. They nice. just match up. That was
1: the problem.
2: But... So, wait, hold on. Who did Optic lose to this term? It was Florida, and who else? Seattle,
0: or not Seattle. Um, Opt, or LAT. Oh, Yeah, Florida. yeah, yeah. But like that's and that's
1: another team who benefits from a a slow de- slow pace. I think.
0: But like, I don't know. I like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say. <sighs> it's hard. It's not going to sound right no I matter know. what. We're like, well, I know we're not cooking shotsy, but you are right in 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 the sense that the gameplay does slow down on land. There's more in the line. It has nothing to do with connection or any of that nowadays. Nope. I also um... i
2: I also think though that like a reason why. Shot well, Shotzi's definitely still really good, and I still think he's probably the most efficient player. Um, we talked about his efficiency, and you you even see it in their matches, even when he was he was playing. He was he had his maps where he played really well. But I think that Optics not doing themselves any favors with the fact that they've had these issues with like Illy and like their inconsistencies with like Bringing in general at an event, you know, having prolu like I'm still high on Prolu. I think I think he's a good player, but I think like obviously Optic is definitely missing Illy, um, and they've just obviously just been going through. They they had to be going through some sort of mental struggle, with just being like having to deal with like different substitutes and and the you know not they, knowing when their teammates gonna come out. They were definitely no, but they were playing good. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying that they couldn't do it with without these guys. I'm saying that like I'll give the guys a benefit of the doubt. And I'm not too pressed by their inconsistencies right now because, bro, their fourths have been inconsistent like for the last like three tournaments, three, four tournaments, right? So I'm, I'm not worried if I'm Optic. It is a little different, though. It is a little different.
0: I know you didn't say this, Chris, but a lot of the Optic fans still, like when they lost to both teams, Florida, LAT, and they were like, you, you beat Optic with a sub. It's like this but- is in the same situation as LAG with spark. No. you know what i'm saying like no. they played a whole qualifier with pro loop practiced, and fried yeah practice with pro loop went to the majors so it's like yes he is technically a substitute player but like this was their team like it wasn't like oh this was the
1: last minute thing like with general or whatever the case may be and yeah, like, that's true this
0: is their current team until illy comes back
1: i would i would also argue ian that outside of that first series against florida ProLoop was playing really fucking good yeah, for no, them yeah, Pro, all tournament long in the loser bracket. Well. Like the in the LAT series, Seth is the one that got like really shit on. It was kind of like he had the the series that ProLoop had against Florida. Yeah. It was like a point six. Which like happens? Just, I mean, because right, S- yeah. Seth,
0: Seth played. Seth played great in a lot the entire tournament. Yeah, in a lot especially of their S&D. series. Um, yeah, no, S and D. He was. I mean, dude, he was clutching everything. I was losing full. Um, but like, I don't, I don't know, I. I don't know what Optic does from here on out because I like they haven't officially said if Italy's coming back, right? I know that we have a couple of weeks of a break, but there hasn't been any any announcement on that. I don't know if you guys know. I don't.
1: I mean, I saw him at the venue and he was talking I think there was like a clip it on Twitter where he was talking about like how he's he's good or at least about to be good and able to play soon. Okay, um, so so
0: he should be back for the qualifiers hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's, that's, another, that's another three
1: weeks away. So like when you think like that's another three weeks of nothing going on before the qualifiers start. Yeah, I think he should be back. But to to me though and and this is something that we talked about before when it was a convo of comparing optic versus phase, it was the fact that phase cannot beat optic in control. And that was also true for almost every team in the game. They had like uh, that Lotus crazy control, control record of like yeah, yeah. but they, they lost both in both their series, they lost this weekend. They lost both controls, and that's something that we've happens. never seen. They were, they were, I think they were undefeated on land and control, and they had only lost like two or maybe three in in all the major qualifiers so far. So to come into an event and lose every control that, that or not sorry, every control, lose the control in the both series that you lost. To me, that's concerning because was they it Berlin were also, both times. I think it was a Berlin and a Tuscan. Did
0: they lose a Tuscan?
1: I think that first one they lost to Florida was Tuscan. I thought I could be wrong, but I thought that's the one that that Florida beat them on. Keep going, keep going. I was just. But thinking. anyway, yeah. My point was that when we're talking about optic moving forward, right? Even getting Ily back, I think that starts to be a concern because, bro, the one thing that set optic up apart from every other team in the league this year is control. They like, bro, they had a record that was like we hadn't seen a team have a record like that in a certain game mode in a long time, bro. Like to go. Yeah. Twenty dominant. something and two in a game mode, like especially That's a one swing sided. Mode.
2: That's one-sided yeah.
1: as fuck. That's it, it, bro. When when we had it in ticks and when we had it in kills, you know, deciding get, uh, round five, that was a big big benefit for them as a team. And I think if they Bring start to struggle in control, dude, they could start to slide.
2: Yeah, you bring up a good point. Like I'm not saying that's not that's not possible that they they you know get back to that sort of dominance, but you got to think with control being one of those modes that is um I feel like it's one side as hell the defense besides like Berlin, which is like almost like offensive. So I think we dude, yeah, I think Berlin's so on evil. on land on land or online, we saw like Berlin kind of still be a little 50-50, right? But like offense was winning 50-50. Bro, I think on land we saw Majority, like overwhelming majority, offensive wins. I think this this tournament. I, I don't know if I, if I, if I I mean I don't have a stat for it. I but majority, but bro, way
1: more than usual.
2: <laughs> bro, I, every match I watched, I was like, oh, offensive win on on Berlin control. Not surprised. Like there was like one or two a fucking series. Like like on if on that Berlin control, I feel like every time. But anyways, um, I think if 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 they don't like revert to that sort of like dominance on those game modes, that does worry me for them because. That's like was that was what like kept them dominant. So I think they're gonna start they having a lot close. I, I feel like that's what kept them dominant. That's what they like when they were dominating. But I still think without that, they might still be like you know they'll still be good. But that still worries me for them in terms of you know the, the you know people that I you know want to see them like be that dominant team. You know everyone's like everyone's high on them at some point. Best team in the game. Blah blah oh, blah. Oh, blah. oh, oh. I
1: mean, let's talk about right. that real quick because we can finally put that argument to rest. Optic is yeah. not the yeah. best team in the yeah, game. It's Seattle. It's FaZe. FaZe has been to every single Grand Finals. They're the most consistent team in the game. They're number one in the standings. They're the only team that you can say, would you be surprised if they had a placing outside of top two? They are dominant. They haven't got a win yet, but they are dominant. They're just I don't, like the I Buffalo don't Bills.
0: In the early 90s. It, it,
1: to me, it doesn't matter Like if, if you get the win at the end of the day. We we all know in Call of Duty, the only tournament that matters is Cod Champs. That's just how the, every year goes for, for every pro player. Especially
2: when it's at the end of the year, for sure.
1: Yeah, and, and when we're talking about a team that has just stayed at 1-2, 1-2, 1-2 all year long, best team in the game is not a question. Optic would have to win Major 4 and dominate the qualifier to even be back in that conversation. Yeah. So,
2: I mean, I'm, I know. Not, I'm not with that argument. I well no. I do you I, think's the best no, team in the no, game, Chris? I, I, I and if you
1: say Seattle, you're you just you're like it a, it you're like a Reddit you're no, like a Reddit person, that, a Reddit no, that's, NPC so that, that, that's, who has a forty eight hour memory. That's, that's
2: my gimmick. So I do so like they, dude. We've had five different winners, five, that's and Vanguard. the reason that's Vanguard, and that's why I go with the Vanguard answer. I'm done predicting this game. Uh, until the well, no, next you have to tournament, it, the, we got the stats. We until had, like, the next... we have
0: the stats. Chris. So that's why.
2: So that's why I said, right? From I was, I was actually having an argument with my watch party earlier today, where I was like, the only tangible thing that you can have that is you cannot disagree with because it's actual tangible evidence is placements and Ws. Yes, and that's why I said phase is. But, the most consistent team in Vanguard. But when it comes to being the best team, it has to go to the team that wins at the time until the next qualifier split and then it resets. But it's
1: Call of Duty. Why do we care about what happened yesterday? At the end of the day, when you say who's the best team in the CDL right now, you look at the scope of the whole year. You look at points, placements, qualifier, and LAN, and it's Atlanta phase. There's no because, other argument that can be made. by
2: that. Because then by that argument, you said that the only thing that matters is champs. So, if you... if you the, the season's if you, over, yes. If you, let's say, hypothetically, you place last at every tournament that win champs. Are you the best team in that game?
1: Yes. No, see, it's
2: the opposite.
0: It's the opposite. The way you guys got to look at it is, say, say phase gets second at Major 4 and second at champs, right? And...
1: Well, you're saying second everything. Yeah. So, every that's, that's, major... That's dominant, first of so, so, That's so just the, dominant.
0: So, they get second at these last two events, right? And say... I'm trying to think who hasn't – we'll say Toronto wins champs because we're not counting the kickoff Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Whatever it was, the kickoff classic. And I don't know, we'll just say for uh, my bias, LAT wins stage four, right? So if we have five different winners and FaZe got second at every single event, if you were to ask – not even us. I think if you were to ask any player, coach, that is in the league right now, who was the best team throughout the entirety of – Vanguard, yeah. it would be face. They would say face. Yeah, they See, didn't win. But that
2: that's why, but that's why the argument's terrible. And I hate arguing about the, the the best team at something because the way I look at it is yes, there's a more there's the most consistent team that had the best placings, but maybe wasn't the best at any point in time. Because let's say, well, who's the best team in stage one? The team that won it. Who's the best team in stage two? The team that won that one. The team I'm not no no, what, there's no way, Chris, I'm that saying you, for
1: six weeks you thought LAG, L.A.G was the best, best. LAG LAG was the team. No, 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 no on but that that's weekend. not what I'm saying. That's not Period. what I'm saying.
2: Because the way that champions should be looked at and even even the world championship should look at and the reason why I always consider the team that won champs the best team is because your cu- that is the culmination of your entire work that you put in during an entire season. Just like your cul- your culmination of a split of a season of a not of a season of a what is it called the qualifier of a of a split of a of the of the of the year just like stage 1 stage 2 whatever is that major so it doesn't matter how you perform up until then it just means that it like you your, your work your culmination of it gets you the win i'm not saying obviously there's there's more that so goes with it so boston breach one
0: cod champs chris you're saying without any doubt boston breach was the best vanguard team all year
2: <laughs> not all year I'm that's saying, what we're they saying the, that's what we're saying. No, because you I'm saying the scope of things, the way you look at things has to change. You shouldn't look at it as the best overall team in the game. Like you, you should look at it as the most consistent team in the game. Who's the most consistent team face. But who was the best team in, in the game should be the team that culminated all of their work, all of their effort into the most important time of the year.
1: Yeah, Ian, I'm going to... just is a botched, look at it differently.
2: It's just, that's This what's, is a botched but, explanation. But, but That's the reason why I hate the argument, Pat. It's
1: because well, this is dumb on, argument.
0: On. You wonder why... Before you go, Pat, you wonder what the issue is, though, currently? Like, where we're at? It's just because FaZe is now three for three at being in the finals, getting second. But we also have three different winners. Like, if, they're, if Optic wins or uh, Seattle comes and wins again, you know, then it makes it easier. Yeah, but 100%. It, it, but, like, right now, we literally have optic who won an event then got six six you have lag who i don't even know what they got to dead last dead last first yeah uh and then you have seattle which they got what dead last
1: once yeah top Top six six or eight it was one of the this two is, and,
0: and you the, see what i'm saying so that's
2: what yeah makes it that, so that's right why now. it makes it difficult but the reason why i use this argument is because i will use your team Pat, as an example eg in world war ii you might not have been the best team they overall on the season in wait, terms of your wait, consistency but hold on, but hold, on
1: hold on there was a big difference though roster changes we weren't the well, yeah, same team the true, first half that we were true, the second half true, and that but, doesn't true. really happen in this game but
2: but regardless the reason or why i will format. the reason why i will claim your team is the best team in the game is because all of your effort all of the all of the time you put in, all of the practice you put in, regardless if there was majors or stuff like that, culminated to your victory. All that effort culminated into you winning the championship. Yo, yes, the, yes. Here, here's the thing. Yes, there were other teams that were more consistent than you, and they were great teams, but we've all said this before. The only thing that matters is the world championship. It's the same. Obviously, we're toward we dude, we're, we're 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 not considering Fucking, um, no, like, I like, disagree, no, I disagree, Chris. Uh-huh. Real you. quick, real yeah, quick,
1: real you. quick. Let me go. Let me go. So, okay, I see both your points, but at, at the problem with Chris with your argument is like, if you were to ask me, was I the best team for the entirety of World War II? Absolutely not. Like, we started out super slow, and you're on the team. Mm-hmm. We made a roster change in like April or May. We got second. Then we went into a massive slump and sucked for a month and a half. And then we came back and we fried at champs. And but, uh, Ian, you'll get this explanation. So, in the stock market, right? You, you know how <laughs> options work. There's intrinsic value in a, in, a, in a in an option. Like, Faze still has a ton of intrinsic value. Like, there's 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 still time before champs before we get to champs to where like we can say they are the best team in the game. To me, they have the highest premium out of all the teams. Yeah. Because there's still time left. We're predicting. We're mid-season right now predicting, I guess, for the totality of the game. There's still a lot left. They have a great track record of being second, second, second. They probably will get second again at major four. Probably somewhere top three at at champs. They still have a lot. higher, just higher than everybody else's.
2: Huh? That's the way you look at it, right? Their probability of them placing higher. Yeah, like they're going to hit that mark.
1: Right. Yeah. But the thing is like a team like Seattle, a team like LAG, I won't use optic cause they're a diff- little bit of anomaly, but like they just had these peaks, right? They just had like a massive run up and it wouldn't surprise me if Bumping they come up. crashing back to like a-, a middle ground level to where they're actually at. Rugful. Like they're, they're median. Yeah, that's why. That's why, that's why we're a bubble. That's why that's why, that's why. that's why. That's why your
2: definition. Your definition of best team in the game is my definition of most consistent team. Also my definition of best of team in the game What's is the the one that one I'm about to get a double kill on both event. of
0: y'all. i have been waiting. I've been cocking the gun. Look, first off, this is where you're wrong, Chris. Let's see it. Is if Octane could have held a damn L trigger, they wouldn't. They weren't even the best team at champs. Pat would have been out in pool play. Octane, I
1: didn't play Octane. Pool, yeah, you did. Yes, there's you did. They
0: had to win one match. Hold it. Oh, AES yeah, yo. Yo, wait, yo. Wow. Like, I would have been holding up a ring. But we the were second, thing, serious, the second thing is, though, is I, like, and I guess we can agree to disagree with both of you guys, because I know, Pat, you said this, too. Bro, no matter what, and I, I know I don't have a, a ring. I'd never won a Cod Champs, you know, got close a bunch. But if, if there's five events all year long, I, and I'm taking the bias out of me not ever winning one. I would much rather win all four majors and lose champs in the sense of if we're talking about the best team. Like if FaZe won all four majors and lost champs, and
1: then. I think they would still have the most prize money earned. Well, yeah, they probably would. But
0: but like if you two would say. So if FaZe won every event or any team, if Optic won all four majors and then they bombed out at COD champs, it doesn't even matter. They didn't even make top eight and Paris Legion won. You're, you're going to say Paris Legion was the best team. That's my argument. Is like That's why you have to look at
1: consistency. It's, it's just Yeah, it's just hard it when you go to it. They were the best team in the game, no. They were just hard the best when you team go, that weekend.
2: It's hard when you go to extremes like that. To even, and like, to be honest,
1: and I we think the best it way, way back to in, do it. Yeah, producer. no, we're going to reel it back in. But I think the best way to put it is, like, champs is like it equals three event wins. Like, that's kind of how you got to think about it. Like, it just equals multiple event wins. It's not just okay. one event in itself because of the import- the importance around the event and how much... Everyone puts into that one event, but anyway, got off on a little tangent right there. Sorry Pat about guy, that. we over too. Keep going. I got second at the Seattle event, twelfth, <laughs> and then first. That ain't luck. Right. But listen, so uh, we need to hit one hundred forty-four subs. That's our sub goal. That's our call to action for this episode. One hundred forty-four k. sorry, one hundred forty-four k. What I say? We're at one hundred thirty.
2: We're at one hundred thirty-seven k right now. We got to make a huge, ginormous dent, and then uh, Pat will start sucking meat uh, live on the show.
1: I don't know what the fuck Chris is talking about, but listen, we want to put a big dent in our subs. We're at 137. You guys have been phenomenal all year long for the reverse sweep. We're aiming for 144K. We know we can do it. I guess most of you didn't want to see Ian in the red super suit, and hey, don't get me wrong. I didn't really want to see it either, but... Um, we really want to hit this guy. So, uh, you know, you guys have been awesome watching every weekend, always interacting in the, the comments and, and, and smashing the like button. So continue to do that, but also subscribe, you know, we, you'll be able to see all the content that Deserto is pumping out and you'll never miss a reverse sweep episode, which is the most important thing. But let's reel it back a little bit. Cause I want to talk about what we're going to do with, uh, you know, what ProLoot does, right? We we talked about Illy coming back, but we didn't really talk about what happens to ProLoot. And Ian, I think you were in the call uh, the other day when we had like really briefly talked about this. Mm-hmm. I think ProLoot would be a great fit on Florida. Like if he replaces Dave teams. Patty, A couple teams. He but, could but specifically because, bro, we know how good Florida can be. I think he fills two roles for them, right? Like ProLoot is not, not, I wouldn't say he's an in-game leader, but he's very knowledgeable and his comms are great. And when we talk about something that Dave Patty has, Chris, I know you love to say this all the time. Intangibles with his leadership and his comms in game. I think Prolu could help there, but he could also really help with the pace of Florida and their search, honestly, all all across the board. Um I, when I was looking at all the teams, potential contenders, stuff like that. I think Florida is the best fit for him. And I think I think he's the best fit for Florida for the role that they need. So I'd like to get your guys' thoughts on that.
2: Um yeah, I was I was in agreement with you. I think when we were we were talking in the call. Uh, before I was like, I think he'd be good on Florida. I've, I could see a couple of teams being good on Florida, but I think that's probably his best bet. I don't think he would – I don't know what LAG would do. I don't think he'd fit, fit good on LAG. I don't know. They got They got a slew of issues yeah they, um, they got
1: way too much going. They need some they need,
2: they need some superstars. I don't think Florida needs some superstars. i don't I don't think Prolu is a superstar player, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's not what they need. I think I think honestly think he that's right right on the money. I think Prolu should look into potentially joining with that team. I know we are high on them picking up an SMG player, like, you know, their're sub they their substitute. But after what I saw with um Awakening, and we we all know Vivid to be a pretty good player too, uh, using the submachine gun rule. I don't know if they need a submachine gun. I just think I they need a guys second. I saw have
1: one too. They just yeah, need somebody who can do a little, they just put need some, a little pep in they, their step. That's yeah, put it. a little
2: pep in their step because the anomaly is uh, it's pretty apparent. And not only that, even when he's playing, even when it like when he'll still have those maps or, where he'll just throw up the bullshit. Where it's not even like the stats are like you know low it's like he's just not getting killed. he didn't shoot da- nobody Chris. his damage is so low dude like it's it's alarmingly low and i hate he's, to say it but yeah we talked about he efficiency didn't, he's didn't the most good.
1: inefficient player in the season 100 100 so R4.
2: what was the, well, there was a stat um i think he had the low was it the lowest damage like next
1: to like smg oh, oh, yeah, players yeah, yeah. or something like so, that he's the only ar in the bottom ten of damage per ten minutes in hard points, the only yeah. play, only AR player, everyone else was submachine gun players, and it was submachine gun players that honestly are, you know, like on the border routes. of like, yeah, 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 exactly, like playing a lot <laughs> like slower. envoy,
2: like envoys down there, an envoy literally just flanks the entire time, so that, and I know Dave Paddy is not flanking, like he's just posted, like he needs to get involved. Being an AR player, you are a damage dealer. Because you have because there's not a single line of sight where you can't put a bullet into somebody.
1: And and when you're in the fight, bro, you're getting information, right? We talk about how he has good comms, but like if you're in the fight more, you're like you're seeing players cross on your screen or go into a certain lane. You're able to calm that. And it's like when you're just in the back and directing your three teammates, you're losing out on all the comp potential comms you could have of calling out where players are, like enemy players. So mm-hmm. I think it's like a double whammy of has how his playstyle is hurting them in response.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, we could actually do like a two birds, one stone, uh, because I, I think Prolude would be great on Florida. Um, he's obviously is not going to be on the starting roster, assuming Illy is healthy, good to go. I think he'd be great for Dave. And, I, dude, at this point, I, we've said it for months now. I don't know if the team wants him to play like this or what. I'm kind of thinking that maybe it is because there's no. They shot. do their sabotaging. Well, I mean, but there's no shot in hell that uh, that they would be okay with like these performances because yeah, after this just,
2: weekend there's after this weekend there's no there's like no like he's just, way. He's just
0: not impactful. Like he's just he's just not, and he's got an immense amount of talent, like you said, the intangibles and everything like that. But he just he isn't doing anything on the map.
2: My my prime example is look at Insight. Insight was a mailbox type player in Cold War. Same as Dave Patty. It, was, it worked in that game. It was a slower paced game. You benefit from stuff so like here's that. Here's the thing, though. This game, it is not like that. You saw even Insight. Insight was going crazy this tournament. He was getting involved, like being aggressive. That is what you need to do in this game. But I don't think it's even necessarily that because
0: let's not act like Dave Patty is the only slow main AR in the league, but it, it's the combo of him being super slow. And you're talking about his intangibles, his leadership, all this stuff. I know he's got good gunning; I've seen it. His positioning—you could play slow if you are in good spots to help impact the game in your team's favor. He's just not like he's just like in no man's land.
1: Octane, Octane plays slow in exactly, that regard. Exactly, like he's like, got good positioning. Jay yeah. Patty is like
0: Steve Kerr in the on the Bulls, just in the corner. Just doing nothing. Like it, Michael Jordan's not passing the ball to him. Ain't no one gravitating towards Dave Patty. They're just letting him do his That's thing.
1: That's disrespectful to, to Steve Kerr, bro.
0: Nah, I mean, come on. Yeah, Michael Jordan. But anyways, so yeah, I think I think Florida would be good, would be a great spot for pro Lute. Um, I do think that optic is one of the teams with hex, and, and that'll go into the next topic
1: uh, on roster Don't changes. Just let him go for free
0: that. Either for free or or they won't try and rob
1: or just Florida recap or the salary that they paid him, yeah. Yeah. right? Like that most. Like, like they're not Hex gonna be has greedy done that about before.
0: it. Um, and I think he should get a shot because there's a lot I of think teams. He proved it. Yeah, there was a, a lot of teams that we said that needed to make team changes. We could talk about that in a second. Pro Loop showed everyone that he definitely deserves a spot in the league. Um, whether or not you know you think he had a bad series, it happens. I thought he played very well um I think he's better than a decent amount of starters in the league right now and to just kind of run down the list because like we were talking about this before the show of like basically every team who isn't in the top 4 right top 4 CDL standings should honestly be trying to make a change especially all the teams that are like actually in the hunt
1: because anyone in uh like contention of making champs should be which on is, the phone right now. Which is like, to I think it's
0: out the what. fifth, right? Fifth spot.
1: I think it's everybody except New York and Paris right now. Honestly, I think New York is like pretty much out. Um, yeah, they're chalked. So, but that's still, I mean, that's that's ten teams, right? And there's probably what five of them that sh- like. Obviously, Optic's not going to make a change. Obviously, yeah. Toronto's not going to make a change. Obviously, Seattle's not going to make a change now um and and phase for sure not making a change. So that's like the only four guaranteed I think that shouldn't make a change given their roster. But yeah, everyone else outside of that, like I guess Rockers tough because they just made changes. I still think that team could improve personally. Um but yeah, everyone else should be on the phone trying to make trying to deal something even if it's a challenger player. You got to make a move. Because yes, right now you have no chance.
0: If all the teams besides the top 4 that that you just listed actually want to try and win the event
1: not just yeah, go right.
0: and like be competitive, you know, maybe get a top four or whatnot. They all should be trying to make a change. Like. It, and. You no, go ahead, go ahead. So go I was
1: going to say, we talked about two people on that, that weren't, can't make champs, right? NYSL and Paris. I mean, there's two players on both those rosters or are on each one player on each that I think really could help out some teams. And now that they're kind of almost basically out of contention, Chris, I think you were talking about it like a loan system or potentially like, hey, maybe I want to go and build around Hydra, right? I I am a franchise wherever I'm at. I'm saying, okay, well, I want Hydra for my team next year and on. Why not just go and get them now? Right. I think NYSL would be more likely to deal in now that they're pretty much screwed out the season if they can get money for him. You're mm-hmm. not
0: wrong. I mean, I, Tim, I don't dude, know. Tim's we, we don't also know a good
1: player that could help.
0: Yeah, we don't know how these orgs uh operate behind the scenes like when it comes to that like if they would be down or what they're thinking bar barring optic because we all know hex like hex has done this before where if there's a player that gets an opportunity he lets them go um but yeah every team lat lag boston florida minnesota let's start looking london let's start. They, they should all they should all be calling for hydra maybe temp uh or challenger player like scrappy
2: Let's let's talk. Let's actually let's actually talk about this. Let's talk about every teams that we've named, inherent issue, that we think, they need to like if they had to get rid of somebody, who are they getting rid of? Florida Dave then, Patty, sorry, Dave Patty. I had to get it out. We Dave Patty, instant instant improvements. Pro Loot temp. one hundred percent. One of them, we'll fix. We'll keep what Dave Patty brings to the team and improve your team. From, L-A-G, a, from a from a
1: LAG Gunless and Asom. Both of them, bro. I don't I think know. they do gunless. I, like, listen, he hasn't been good since gunless, he's back. He has not been good since he's back. And even beforehand, he was probably their most consistent player, but it wasn't like a superstar level of consistency, right? Asim was their best player in the beginning of the game. I, I, I was talking about this on the flank. I had mentioned like, if it was possible, right? A team that I would really want to see formed would be LAG backing up the Brinks truck realizing that they got no chance if they don't do this, get Hydra and Scrappy and keep Slasher and Hook. I think personally, knowing Slasher, he will play a lot better on a team that he's confident in and just has better a better team in general. And then also Hook. If Hook can replicate how he played at Major 2, he's a problem. Slasher, I don't know that least. we're going to get that again, but...
2: Slasher, I think Scrappy and
1: Hydra would really help that.
2: Slasher needs the Lamar system, bro. He needs 3 Young Guns, period. Scrappy, oh. Hydra,
0: are like. 2 Yeah, but see, no. At, all, Slasher and Accuracy are two different people when it comes to that. Because Accuracy almost embraces it.
1: We all know Slasher. But think about what we've heard, he, Ian. Well, I know.
0: I you the personalities I mean, you guys are, are right. the
1: two people I named. Yeah. Scrappy's a little shit talker, like... He's gonna. He he kind of has the same personality. Slasher was where it's like, win or it means nothing. And Hydra, uh, we've we've heard the rumors from the NYSL camp where like Hydra was getting so pissed about the team sucking and not playing right that he just walked out of practice. Like I know I low key think when you combine like toxic people like that, and and we're assuming Slasher is one, bro. When all three of them have the same mentality. It's not like the problem where you have one talking to, to someone who's look not. Look at me,
2: Pat, and Slasher with you. You remember that shit? Me, well, yeah, Austin, that's and because I was a Don Juan, though, and I me, had to do it all. Me, Pat, and Austin were coming we to each other's successful. necks, and we were we still were. a successful team. No, but what
0: I'm saying, what I'm saying Dude, is... Dude, me and Krim hated each other. You're, you're right with the personalities, but I'm just saying, at least from my time teaming with Slasher, he doesn't really respect the newcomers. Especially the people
2: that
1: are kind of—he respects Hydra. He needs uh, to getting gunned he, by him all needs, damn
0: year. I was about to say he
2: needs to start because they're I, fucking frying this I mean, man and, all and, year. And look,
0: and look, he things could have changed. I've been out the league now for a, a little bit, but I'm just saying is like he would rather. And I mean, it's been proven. We've seen it in the past. Play with someone like Hook, who he's put, who he's played with in his career, who is been. I mean, is a multi FPS champ. You know, he has the respect from everybody. He would rather do that than go into the challenger scene and pick up a scrappy is what i I said
1: it was an lag decision because i think they're chalked otherwise there's zero percent chance of, that of team of hoop, the major four champs and, and does anything
0: i think asim is way more important to
1: that team I think, dude, but asim has been getting fucking fried i, still, I, 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 I still, agree with you but dude uh, when we look at like the last three months of what we got out of asim I cannot, in good faith, argue on his behalf. Like, I, I know he's talented. I thought he was the the X-Factor best player on their team, most efficient for sure in the beginning of this game. But, bro, in the last three months, it's just point seven. 0. But would 7, you build would you build
0: this roster, hypothetically, around Slasher? He would be the one for sure staying.
1: No, I would, I would get Hydra and Scrappy, and I would build around... Hydra would be my superstar, basically. Well, uh, okay, Slasher but- and Hook would be like my... If I can't deal him next year, then I'll keep him.
0: Okay, but what I'm saying is the players is currently on the team. Slasher is the only one that is like hands oh. down. Because if that's the case... No. No? I okay. wouldn't build around any I, other. I, I was going to say, I feel like Slasher probably... And I could be wrong. I'm just speculating. But I feel like he likes Asim's game a lot more and probably values what Asim does than Huke and...
1: And gunless, are you all? crazy to me. I, I would agree with that, but all, I but if I'm slasher, I can't just be looking at my teammate throwing up a 0.7 and be like, Yeah, let's not try and improve. Hey,
0: he was looking at me doing that, copping Doug. You all baby, it's crazy to me.
1: Five, but and, and you had people that were frying, he's got no one else frying on his team, bro. Thinking about he's thinking, not even frying, thinking about like, challengers and just the league
2: in general. Bro, we might actually hit a talent drought soon. Like, there's got to be a talent drought coming soon there's because I'm thinking because, because because like I'm thinking about SMG players and
1: like, Yeah, I think we are in one now. There is, there's got to be, there's so, no good the SMG. There's like no like crazy good SMG players coming out nowadays. Like, I think the the biggest problem is no. Well, two things. One, no team has two, right? Like, I think that's why we Besides talk the about best teams. Right, exactly. Like that's I think that's why we talk about Atlanta FaZe being dominant. Shots he's on Optic. That's why we talk about Optic in the pitcher. Um, Toronto has fucking Kleenex. Like he is a legit problem on the map. Same now with, with Pred, right? Like we've been talking about Pred. Pred and Mac. I'm not gonna discredit Mac. Like, there's no one else when you look across the league who has SMG with superstar potential. I know Ian, you were kinda like low on Envoy. For 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 decent reasons, because he's not like a high flying superstar SMG. Kenny's not running a sub. He's not that player anymore. When Kenny did well this weekend, he had an AR basically the whole time. Are you with
2: his? No man? other teams.
1: London what- maybe Afro, but like even then, he's not a superstar.
2: Are you all with? Is though? It's these games, bro. Like I'm telling you, like what it, it, this is not gonna happen. But if we go back to these games, like, even the Cold War, or, like, like even if we turn the time back to, like, the older games, like, but when people had time to think, like you saw a lot you saw a lot better players like nowadays bro like a lot of the time like bro players that like actually are like more methodical and smart like they're just not as good anymore it's because bro they get the yeah like people just bro like i was praising pred this weekend but i was also saying i'm not saying like he's bad or anything or he will be bad but this man's go button is crazy like he'll see a red dot instantly just pounce on it like that's like and that benefits you in this game I'm not saying he couldn't adapt to another game but I'm saying like bro these these newer gen CODs like I think they're just creating like a talent drought bro like cause you gotta There's think about it the play style
1: right? is so unique
2: the play style is so unique and on top of that like we talk about the games being terrible all the time like bro people don't even want to play the game like there was like a wave of challenger players that went to go play Halo that were young kids like who knows how they would have developed yeah but did you, you know, guys see the, the stuff years, about
1: phase with with katie bedford and what she said on stream It's kind of like the same thing she was calling out how a bz uh and chris you've mentioned this obviously before but like kind of calling out like what what she's heard in the phase camp about a bz not wanting to play not liking the game not getting on um we don't know obviously how true that is but it's like it kind of like you know fits the same narrative of like it's true players are getting to the point where they just don't like the game enough that they're not grinding the same way they have in the past right like I think that's that's a way bigger issue than just phase. I think that's widespread in the league. There's a lot of players who feel that way outside of but probably the up and coming challenger talent, right? Like those are the probably the only people who are grinding day in and day out and enjoy it. Yeah, um, yeah. You saw what Clay said, right? Like he was in challengers and he started having more fun playing because it was there's more cod to be played and it's it I mean you guys know this. Like when you're in a more like environment where you're gr- actually grinding and you have to grind and play more enjoyment yeah meaningful, matches. meaningful things like, but like i don't dude, care these about who are you are, playing show matches. matches once a day mm-hmm. like every other weekend they're playing a show match once a day that's it's not fun bro i will th- dude this even started happening to me back in like 2018 2019 when like the the cod the, the, the league format went to more league-based matches like Playing for you a spot on a leaderboard, imagine, bro. Hey. No, I bro. I, I'm rolling out <laughs> of bed like, okay, guys, we got fucking Atlanta today. Let's let's get some points. Like, th- there's not a lot going into it for a player to get excited about. Like, I think that's why everyone when we talk about these tournaments, they're so important. It's just because, dude. Like, this playing for a spot on a leaderboard is boring. It's it's it's, it's boring as a player, and I think it's boring as a viewer. But that's a little off topic. Um, I did want to talk about the event this weekend though. Uh did you guys see the Toronto crowd? They were loud, bro. I was I like mean Toronto the t- was there
2: and Optic was there. Yeah, it was great besides amazing. the
1: finals. Well yeah. the, first the finals two maps, were so dead. Like, I had the, the stream off. The first two maps weren't bad. No, was I'm, talking that, I'm talking about I'm talking about the intro. Fell asleep like when the team intro out,
2: bro when the teams walked out bro, I was oh, like
1: "Oh, Seattle and FaZe
2: bro ain't nobody yeah. in hype like bro what like Insight was out there screaming and like then after that everyone was just like hey, hey guys, you guys yeah. Yeah. most people through. in the
1: crowd wanted to see Toronto or obviously but yeah I,
2: but like you gotta think that like at least Seattle's gonna get some cheers going up against FaZe like the fucking people that everyone wanted to lose like I don't there know it was hey, a the 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 dead was ass
0: crowd the crowd was solid um I, I For the thought Toronto, weekend. Yeah, yeah I, I thought. I mean, I, I actually enjoyed watching. I thought they ran the whole event smoothly, the actual CDL and then the challengers. Um, but yeah, dude, that's one thing that I wish COD did better. Which I will say, it was probably better than like, uh, a, you know, a tournament in Texas, but like the the London, the overseas crowds they genuinely they have teams they're passionate about but they genuinely just enjoy competitive cod where as like for everywhere else it's basically oh if optics out or my team's out i don't care which i get it i get it to a certain extent
1: that's a widespread issue too ian that's just not only at live events that's a widespread issue in our scene which is really hurting our scene
2: bro i can bro there's there has to be bro I feel like 90% of the fans don't actually play the game or like grind it hard.
1: Well, outside of that, I think a big problem with our scene when we compare to other esports is 90% of our fans are fans of the players and the teams and not the game. Where it's like in other esports, yeah. everybody, no matter what team you like, is a fan of the game. And then they spread out their favoritism to whatever team they prefer. But they have that underlying thing where it's like they love the game, they love the esport. They love the competitiveness of it. We don't have that. And I think that that has been declining over time, especially with certain games and just kind of just how it goes, where it's like everyone is a fan of the team or the, or the player. And when that certain person is out or what team is out, the engagement just dries up. Personalities, really
2: personalities yeah. carry the living fuck out of Call of Duty as an esport. And it's not even close.
0: Well look, we could uh yeah, I mean you guys are both right. It's just something I wish was a little bit better in our scene, but those are fair points. Pat, I wanna I wanna get your thoughts on how oh, yeah. your 2022 world champions performed. Because obviously they went through a long, rough patch. Their major home field advantage. I thought they looked great, but I really just want you to break it down. Uh, because you've been high on them for what six months, I feel since the beginning. Bro. I feel yeah. like it's been literally been since the start of the, the season.
1: Yeah. So I think they look phenomenal. Um I said this before we started the show. Ah, Toronto impressed me more this weekend than Seattle did. And the reason I'll say that is because when you look at who Seattle played, obviously we went to it, NYSL, Florida, and FaZe. They were good they were good teams and good wins. But when you look at what Toronto did, they, they kind of had the a similar thing that LAG did. But it's on the back of something we already knew about Toronto, which is they were a really fucking good S&D team. And we finally got to see it in combination with them being back and frying and respawns. Like mm-hmm. they won almost every S&D in the loser's bracket, like from round one, just team after team after team. And was playing that some game gruelers.
0: five, first phase, was yeah. the, what they won on a yeah. nine, ten streak?
1: I think they were at nine counting the qualifier, and they were at like five at the actual event. So um, it's kind of tough to count the qualifier, but it, yeah. but it is something to say where it's like Toronto's a dominant S and D team. And they're also winning response. And the biggest thing for me, dude is, is, is like, there's not one player on their team who stepped up. It's all four of them and all four of them stepped up in a big way in every single, you know, Mo that, that we have. So um, yeah, to me, I'm super impressed by them. I'm really glad they got their footing back and honestly got their teamwork back. Uh, I think the, the biggest thing that if if we kind of summarize this entire major with the online qualifiers for Toronto, it's what Cammy said in the interview. And he was like, We realized that we can't play it like it's Cold War anymore. Like we have to be hype, we have to be loud and we gotta be a lot more mixy. And I'm and I'm like, Thank God. Because when you when you look at their roster, bro, it's like, yeah, that benefits all of you. Like, except maybe insight, I but it it's gonna play too structured in Vanguard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what helped them early on, right? Because it kind of let them get ahead, let them get, you know, ahead of the game with other teams. I think that's why they found a lot of early success. But yeah, now it's like they're back in full form. They're frying. Um, I mean, I called they were going to lose to FaZe and that went around one match, but I also called they were gonna, they were my dark horse, Ian. I know you technically won the dark horse battle the with serve. Seattle winning. Round them
0: out, baby. But- I lost
1: that shit. I had New York going. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you were cooked. But, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I had Toronto making a, a run all the way to losers. And, I, you know, I really, really wish FaZe would have won that series against Seattle in Winter Finals because I really think Ultra would have beat Seattle. I think they're better in, in S&D. They would have won both of them. And I think knowing Ultra and how the crowd would have been, I think they easily could have stole one respawn off Seattle. So um, a missed opportunity for me. I really thought it was going to be a Phase Ultra Grand Final. But super happy with how Ultra played. And, yeah, I mean, hey, my prediction for for them winning champs is is looking good. I mean, I think they're they're almost there. If they can continue to improve, right, stay on that kind of momentum train that they have right now, super bright future for them. Um, I don't know if you guys thought they they fell short anywhere. I mean, they only lost a phase. so it's like,
2: yeah, no, I, I'm not a, uh, I'm not disagreeing with you. They looked really good. Yeah, they only lost a phase. and I honestly close games think, too. Yeah, close games. I think. Wait, wait did they both go Math five? No, winners one three, was one. three
1: one, but it was like they they threw like Toronto looked like they choked. Toronto smashed. could have won the control. Yeah, and, and oh, yeah, they
0: threw that and then they lost our point. Then,
1: and then game five, they they lost the game. The, yeah, uh, no, Toronto or, looked good. I mean, lost, I, they lost game five.
0: I love watching them play just because we we've talked about this so much. Where they're so well rounded as a team. Like, don't get me wrong, they have superstar players, but I feel like. When you look at them and you compare them to other teams, uh, like the team that just won, Seattle, obviously their whole team is good, but like it was the Pred and Sib show, and, and and you know a little bit of Mac as well. And obviously, I know Accuracy does things, but it's the same thing. Like you look at Faze, Celium's the one going off, you know, or Optic, it's Dashy and shotsy most of the time. I feel like with Toronto, they just like quietly do what they need to do.
2: And I've so seen, it, I've seen it, them all do it. I've seen Kleenex go off. Exactly, Bance. Uh, they're just so bro, good we didn't as a team. We're even seeing Bance go off. I'm not saying Bance was ever bad, but he was frying. Like well, he was icy in search fry. too. Yeah, but look, Cammy, all of them, like all of them, playing really well, dude. Talking about champs, do
0: you guys think this could be the end of an era? An era that we all, I guess, yeah, we all competed in because this is most likely going to be the first time that Clay and Krim don't make it the COD champs. And why, well, uh, oh, Clay for sure, unless maybe he gets picked up. But NYSL, they would have to go like flawless in the qualifiers, exactly
1: win the impossible. event.
0: Yeah. Like, is it actually like 0% chance now?
1: It's not zero, but it's like everything it could could to go be zero way. in qualifier four. If they start out slow, it's zero. Yeah. So, do you think, not only do you think,
0: or if you think, I should say, Krim and Clay both retire after this year, I want to add one on top of that because even though, this player is having a lot better of a season. Has a lot better of a team. If Optic don't turn it around, do you think Scump also joins them on just like being done with competing?
2: I don't know about Scump because I feel like Scump has been
0: Scump has been playing really good. No, like, yeah, this not, entire not, year. not not like he can't do it anymore. Just like
2: he want to do it. Yeah, like
0: because they won the first event. I, <laughs> I mean,
2: I, I think I think we've been at that era. Listen, I might like I beat people to the punch. I, you might not think I'm one of the greats or anything like that, but like these are my these bro, Krim and Clay. They're like my brothers. Like they're my rivals. Like we were literally going against Wait, each other. You say you beat
0: them to the punch to like retire. Like yo, I yeah got out
2: Like bro, like same thing with Pat, bro. Like we we're all in that same like era, right? Where I mean, we, it's a lot of players, keep, Cap, yeah, a lot formal, of us, Damon.
1: Yeah. There's a ton of like but greats who have done. I think, I think,
2: I think especially now, I think COD has dwindled to a point where we're all in agreement here. This is the worst Call of Duty ever made. Right above yeah. Modern Warfare, right above. Yeah,
1: I think, Which I think I think it's the problem, Ian. To answer your question, I think it's 100%. it's really going to come down to the game next year. I,
2: I don't I don't think it has I don't think it has to do with like people not wanting to compete. It's that people don't want to compete in this environment anymore. Yeah, I think I think with I think. Whenever we went, we went from MW, right? We were like, okay, this is the end of it. We got Cold War, and Cold War was like, Cold War was good. I think a lot of people will tell you that Cold War was a fun game to play. It was didn't have minimal bullshit. There were still problems. Like this was refreshing. problem. It was but refreshing. It was refreshing. Yeah, we we had shit maps in that game. We had to replace them with Black Ops Two maps. But like besides that, I think the gameplay was fun. The guns were fun to shoot. The spawns made sense. We had trophy systems and all you know all like the necessities to compete. And then we regressed so far back to me. This is like going from black ops three to IW black ops three was a better version of IW IW was a watered down version. Now we're going from MW to a watered down version of MW, which MW was already regarded as a bad game. And pe- some people will regard jetpacks as a bad like era of the game. So you're going from a, a worse version you're going from a bad version to a worse version of that. In terms of the way people might like perceive it and stuff like that, and I think, I think everyone is in kind of agreement where there's no way it gets fucking worse, right? Nah.
1: But no, nah, we could have a watered down version of next gen card. Like I'll imagine yeah, that, bro. And there. the
2: worst part is, this is why another reason why this might drive even more more of us away is we're playing this game for two years.
1: Oh yeah, I completely forgot about that. You're right. Yeah, it is so. A if yeah, cycle. That- I think. Ian, to answer your question, I think Clay's done. I think Clay retires. Unless he gets season. a
2: spot, which might not happen. But if he gets I, I, a spot, I, think, I don't think so.
1: I, I don't I don't know if you guys disagree, but I don't see the league expanding. And if it doesn't, nope. I don't see him getting on a team that he would be happy with at all. And I know Clay has the front going where it's like, I want to get back, like I'll play for whatever amount of money. I just want to be on a team. I don't care. I don't think that's that's reality. I don't think he's he's getting off camera and thinking that way. I think you know if he's not on a contender and he's not on a team that he can actually do something with, Clay's done. There's no way he's gonna sit a year on on Paris Legion or the London Royal Ravens or Florida. Like I just yeah. don't see him wanting to be mediocre, especially in the telling of his career and like how high up we hold him. Um, so I think no matter what, Clay's done. Um, unless barring he gets a massive opportunity on a dominant team i think he's done uh seth i think if optic ends this year uh mediocre right if they don't win major four if they don't win champs and it's not like a, a potential that they could have won i think seth's going to evaluate and i think he's going to look at the game next year and if the game isn't good and it's not something that he enjoys competing on or playing i could easily see seth just taking like they're out of like, I've, I had a blast, but I just don't enjoy it anymore, and I'm done. I think he's kind of in the middle ground for me, so my answers are kind of split. I don't see Krim quitting no matter what. Krim's a psychopath. We all know this. He's going to play <laughs> till his dying breath. He's going to play until um, he
2: has exhausted all his options at competing.
1: Yeah, he's going to play no matter what. Um, Seth, I think, is in the middle there where he's like, he could go either way depending on circumstances, and I think Clay's done. Krim, um, Krim is literally like me. If
2: he can't, if he, if he's not, if he, if he has no avenue of competing where he's not making any money, he's quitting.
1: Yeah. And the Which problem with is, I think Krim has done this so long, like, it's more than just competing for him. At this point, it's a lifestyle. Like, a le- I genuinely yeah. feel like if Krim wasn't playing Call of Duty every day, he would kind of be lost, right? He would have to, he would have to go back and be like, what the fuck do I want to do? Because I've just been doing this for, even even player, that, though, like,
2: bro I, I can relate yeah, to him i army. can relate to him i was literally in that same exact position i literally retired and i went through depression where i just did i would wake up and not know what to do until i got opportunities with the flank See, i'm on the, now with the reverse sweep i'm on, I on the d- opposite I, side oh sorry Chris. my bad Keep no going. you're good i i basically don't even know what to do now like outside of my weekends where i'm doing the show or the flank like Bro, I've really started playing Lost Ark. It's an MMO, and the only reason why it keeps my attention is because you have to put a lot of it, hours into it to progress.
1: So it keeps my
2: attention. But if I didn't, if I like didn't have video games, I
1: wouldn't know. But what I to But I think do. you're a little different. You're you're more like Damon to me, where you're at heart, you're a gamer, and, I, and I've always viewed you that way. But I don't really view Krim that way. Like I don't see Krim gaming leisurely as much as no, he races literally... his
0: cars. He, he goes to the yeah, Krim
1: Crim is hardcore. He will. He views this more. I don't want to say a job. A job's kind of a a weird thing to tie to it. But he views this more as like he's clocking in and he's going hard for x amount of time. Like he's not hopping off and just playing whatever game for fun. Like Chris, you're you're like that. Damon is a lot like that. I think Formal's like that. Like there's other players that are like that. I think I view Clay kind of similar, right? Like I don't see Clay gaming that much leisurely, like off stream, just for fun. Um, but. Uh, Seth, I think, has a good opportunity too with with COD going to this cycle um, and it being a big fan favorite, right? Modern Warfare 2. We know the casuals are going to love this game regardless of how it is. Um, Warzone 2 if, as well. Warzone, Warzone 2 Warzone is, is two, coming out. We know Warzone 2 will be big. I think there will, like I said, there will be a moment for Seth where it's like evaluating everything and I know, thinking back, he, he's, he's, not, he's not upset, but he knows that he missed out on Fortnite, right? And if you know when we talk about if seth would have put it all into Fortnite, he probably would be oh massive right now yeah. so yeah. i think it's the same combo right where you're stepping back it's like i don't enjoy competing and there's this massive opportunity for me to go and just blow up so what's your take on it though ian
0: uh i mean you guys were honestly spot on i i think like the biggest thing is a lot of people don't realize that crim clay skump i mean even you two even me like we did this for uh, over a decade. Over like, a decade, yeah, yeah. like over a decade, right? Nonstop, and, too. That's what people yeah, don't realize. Non stop. Obviously, when we all first started, it was out of pure passion, pure enjoyment, right? You weren't really making all this money. And then now, as the games get worse, and yeah, we're in a way different spot where you know these guys are getting a lot of money, um, it, it turns into more of a job, right? Where you don't just enjoy getting on and grinding Call of Duty and competing. It doesn't matter how much of a competitor you are when you put in that much time into something you're going to be burnt out at a certain point and and it's like you said uh, about Clay Pat where i don't see him going through the pit like yeah i know he did it at this event yeah it's only been a couple of weeks like if he's Me doing that for like up. for half a year then i might be persuaded but it's just one of those things where you're older now clay like they're 30 you know scump's what 26 27
1: 27 yeah because i like, turned 28 he's a year younger you had
0: you get different passions you want to do something else because if you are competing professionally in call of duty or any eSport, that's all your time you're basically stagnant in everything else in life unless you're doug sensor martin um no you are you're right you, you, you know are. what i'm saying and, it,
1: it dominates your life and 100 and
0: like Krim has other passions scump has other passions i think if this next con isn't even like just a little bit better than vanguard I wouldn't be surprised to see them all retire. Uh, Skump would be the least likely unless Optic kind of bomb out um, because he's been on like a way better team and he's been personally better. But it'll be interesting because those are like the three biggest names in COD right now. So if that happens, like if they all say, you know what, had a great run, loved it, I'm ready to move on, do something else with my life, uh, like open up in the next chapter. I don't know what the Codley looks like next year.
2: Oh, I'm coming back. Cause there's three open spots. No, but I'm kidding. If, but if like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like being... if they all
0: retire. What? Like, bro, those if are that the biggest happened.
1: Three. Cod would be done. That's what I'm saying. Who like, do you roof? Like from a, from a viewership perspective, I think optic and Shotzi could carry a little weight, but I hmm. think Cod would be on the border of like, we are fucked. Not, like it would be Shotzi, no, who one, else? no one. No one. And, and and there's just, at, at that point, there's no more lingering, like, like I don't want to say old heads, but there's no lingering legends, right? Like, they just don't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, The scene would be to a point where it's like, the interest is, it would become so minuscule, and it's like, they would be building on the back of, like, Shotzi taking Scump's viewership. But it's like, if there was a COD tournament going on, and Cess playing Warzone 2, oh, playing Krim aren't involved. Water. Bro, no one's watching. Like yeah. it's just it's just how it is. Like we might get fifteen twenty view. K the viewers only way max. that
2: the only way it gets viewers is if Scump is doing a watch party.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and even then, and we've talked about this. Like if we don't know what's gonna happen with the CDL next year, if they re sign with YouTube exclusively, Seth ain't doing no fucking watch party. Like, oh, think oh, about yeah. it. the creators that they got to do it was Noah J, I think, and Tim the Tapman, mm-hmm. who are YouTube creators. Seth is barring him signing with YouTube. Is going to go on Twitch if if he retires, and and he is going to blow up. He's going to be massive. He's going to yeah. be grinding Warzone all day. Um, and so and outside of that, I mean, they, I mean, shit, they'd have to pay him. The longer you, the you longer know, the Sports stays
2: on YouTube oh, as bag. well is the is the
1: It's going to get by the way. Oh like, yeah, I have no doubt. In my we've mind. Thought, we've
2: always thought that because there's just, no growth.
0: I I hate being pessimistic about it because obviously as just. Uh, I mean, a spectator at this point, I I want Clay, Krim, Skump to compete for as long, like, you know, the next five years, because obviously competing versus them, they're some of the greatest Call Call of Duty players of all time, the biggest personalities in the scene right now. It's like, it would feel weird almost because it would be a completely different era. But on top of that, it's like, I know this isn't the right way to think about it, but I like some like the newer players, right? The newer era, newer generation of players, but it's like it could be super scary for the outlook of Call of Duty. Like we've talked about this a lot, especially if it stays on YouTube, um, which we don't know if they are or not. But like it could be, it could be almost on its way out, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know if that's a fair take, but that's just I, well, how I look at it.
1: Like think about it, like for yourself, right? Because I'm sitting here asking myself this question. If those 3 retired, I'm not going to lie, my interest would dwindle, right? Like my interest has already dwindled over the years, right? And compared to like where it was, mm-hmm. but like if those 3 guys leave, like there's not much left to the story for me that would really garner my interest, right? The book is like closed. it would just book is closed. it would just be a, yeah, it would be a habit. It would just be a, you know, Bro, well, I'm going to keep it, I'm, I'm, on. I'm, I'm, I know I'm, Call of Duty. I've done it for so long. That would be the only reason I watch.
2: Bro, there's even That's players. Fair. There's even players right now. That don't watch at like all. That, that used to that used to compete, like oh, apathy, for example. Oh, apathy. Yeah. Apathy's told me that you watch like maybe a series or two or something like that. Or maybe sometimes I'll tune in when he LAG is the playing. He probably watches
1: Yeah, but, I, mean, dude, I, I really believe this. Outside of the players that moved into coaching roles with teams or whatever roles within or people a people like us that do like you know shows or something like that, they're yeah. not involved. Like they're not. And and the problem with one of the biggest problems with Call of Duty is There's no pathway for players after re- retiring, right? Yeah. Like, there's none. It's either content and, and mostly just self-constained or self-constained sustained like content Zuma. on like your own, right? On your own, or doing these shows where we have opportunities. Like, and obviously, Tommy provides a lot, with... I mean, dude, Tommy's carrying the competitive Call of Duty community on his back right now, in my opinion. Like, oh, yeah, as sort of an individual, as an individual, he's yeah, an individual. absolutely. Yeah, it's I not mean, even close.
0: I touch on if scum retires. Tommy's the biggest like personality in in Call of Duty
1: esports. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and
0: then he's and he's sport. not even a player, which Seth, is obviously an issue. I
1: see Seth like not stepping away, but really getting away from the esport and actually going into the world of like influencer streamer yeah. entertainment. Because like, he could easily he could easily yeah. be he'd be, he'd be like ninja. he'd be like a shroud. He could be easily like be uh, his ninja, Tim the Tatman. Yeah, ninja all the I Nick mean, Well maybe not him, Tim yeah. the
0: Tatman because he never competed. But like Nick though. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm saying in terms of like their their reach Oh, yeah, if, he'd
1: be huge. If we got, uh, you know, if those guys did retire, that would open up some spots on the reverse sweep. So, so Doug might get dropped. But, guys, Doug isn't dropped. I wanted to say that real quick. He, he, uh, he, was, he was at Toronto, obviously. Uh, he beat Clay this event. Shout out, Doug. I don't well, know if you guys saw that. got to retire to that. My, my uh, man, Jim, yeah. come on. Yo, Doug made a run. Doug ended up getting 56, Doug fifth, got 56 fifth, six with yeah, no practice,
2: apparently, by the way.
1: Yeah, I know, because his team was from the last friend. minute due I to roster that, changes. Doug. And I love that he got to beat Clay because that was his old team. So shout out to our guy, Doug. He obviously couldn't make it for this one. He was in Toronto. Some things came up. It was just a scheduling conflict, but he'll be back next uh, when we start Major Four qualifiers. Uh, just want to give a little shout out to Doug. He's not, not here for any specific reason. He just couldn't make it. But um, yeah, guys, I mean, for me, that's pretty much all I got. I don't know if any of you have anything else. Um, hit
0: him with it. hit him with the the CTA it, bop, yeah, bop, bop. but we had
1: a really good episode. We went into a lot of a lot of detail, a lot of topics and details this one. Um, but yeah, guys, look, hey, we are again trying to hit that goal of one hundred and forty four subscribers. Uh, we want to make a big din in it with this episode We're at one thirty seven and change. So if you're watching, if you're seeing every week, um, you know, every Monday, Make sure to make sure to subscribe. There's no point to watch if you're not subscribed. Just a quick little quick uh, click that red button right there. Um, turn notifications on if you're crazy. But other than that, um, leave some comments. We'll get some questions next episode. Uh, that's all for me. Hopefully Ian will take his hat off or get a haircut next episode. Never, he's going my route. Um, but yeah, it was a great episode, guys, and we will see you next week. Peace. Actually, two weeks from now. Peace.